Hi, it's Leon Dolan, and my new book, The Marriage Sabbatical, is out now and available everywhere. People Magazine chose it as an April pick of the month, one of the best this week, a hopeful take on commitment, they said, and an innovative story about marriage. Mmm, sounds juicy. The Marriage Sabbatical, out now, available everywhere. Hi, this is Julie. This is Liz. This is Sheila. This is Monica. This is Leanne. We are the Satellite Sisters. You are listening to Satellite Sisters To Go. We are the Satellite Sisters, and welcome to what promises to be a historic Satellite Sisters 2011 show. This is We are even shocked ourselves that we can bring you this show. This is Liz Dolan. I'm in Bend, Oregon. Uh, downstairs. Uh, in in Bend, Oregon, upstairs is Monica Dolan on her own computer. Right, Monica? Hey, everyone. Yeah, Liz, we're just a few yards apart, but here yeah. we are connected through technology. One sister, one computer. That's the way we roll here now. So then round the horn, Julie Dolan, Dallas, Texas, in your closet on your computer. Howdy, sisters. Glad to be with you. Leon Dolan, Pasadena, in your closet on your computer. Yes, I am, Liz. Here I am, ready to roll. And Sheila Dolan, South Pasadena. <laughs> I am I'm representing Annabelle Needle in the house. <laughs> anyway, so this is the first time we've tried this. Five sisters, five computers. We're just going to go for it and see how this works. So happy 4th of July, everyone. Sisters, everyone had fun, I assume? Yeah, Absolutely. fantastic oh, holiday. Incredible. All right, well, Monica and I are here in Bend, Oregon together. You know, we've done a build-up to this on the show in the preceding weeks. Uh, Monica, we had a fantastic day yesterday, didn't we? Well, yeah. I mean, not only was the weather great, but we started with, you know, what is now the famous Bend Pep Parade, which I have to say, since we've been going to that Pep Parade, it has just gotten bigger and better and more organized every year. Uh, this year they had sort of, <laughs> Leon, they had the Parks and Rec uh, sort of was represented by, they had people that are do the Zumba class. And oh, excellent. Live music, warm up, and what was supposed to be a flash mob. <laughs> oh, oh, well, I've taken the Zumba class at the Bend Parks and Rec, and it's hard to believe they could pull off a flash mob, but okay. <laughs> They were, they were all there, um, and there was just better signage this year. There was more music. There were better signs. It was better organized. And since since they've started the parade a couple of years ago, they have now, like, doubled the route because there are so many people. It is four deep on the sidewalks, the entire parade route. And, oh, that's fantastic. And it's I good to have a good crowd. Yeah, and I noticed this year, Liz, I don't know about you, but there seemed to be a little bit of a, you know, it, it's all pets except for cats. Or <laughs> so sensible. Um, you know, it's mainly dogs, but you do have some, your llamas, uh, you have some ponies. And then I noticed this year there seemed to be an increase in the number of snakes, lizards, and yes. rodents. <laughs> Mm. I noticed I noticed that too. There's a category as you line up, it says small dogs, medium dogs, big dogs, and then odds and ends. And the, the, odds, <laughs> odds, and the, the odds and ends are getting odder and odder. So there were some boa constrictors behind us, and I thought they were perilously close to the kid with the gerbil. I didn't think that was a good concept. <laughs> 
And then kids kids go crazy decorating their bikes and their wagons, and then they attach, you know, they put the chickens in the wagon or attach the llama to the bike or whatever, and they, they were spectacularly decorated this year, I thought, Monica. Right, and you can see how just even one cat, <laughs> <laughs> just one cat. Would ruin the whole thing, Monica? Would ruin the whole thing. It would just be pandemonium down there in the shape-up area. Just at the parade, it would be the end of the pet parade, I think, if any cat showed up. so. But, of course, you know, Ferris uh, looked absolutely adorable, and I have to say, he's very good walking in the parade. Liz let me, you know, sort of command him there. And uh, he's very popular. A lot of people point and ooh and ah at Ferris and take pictures of him because he's so dang adorable. Yes. He was one of the cutest dogs in the parade. Mm-hmm. Yes. He doesn't need I, a costume. And as we discussed last week, I think now people think he's Chopper, the dog in the Traveler's Insurance commercial. So, <laughs> so I think, did you sign any order, autographs, Monica, during the parade or after the parade? <laughs> um, no, but uh, little kids did come up and want to pet him on the parade route. So I think that's as good as an autograph. We we felt very lucky to even have a dog because Dick's dogs were out of commission for the parade. I guess uh, his little dog Zipper. There was an incident with the woodchuck on Friday night. Oh no! <laughs> that Uh-oh. did not go well. So Zippy was unable to march in the parade this year, um, and so it, it was just it was Dick, our brother, sister in law, Liz, and I. So it was four adults and one dog in the parade. <laughs> That's kind of pathetic, actually. It was kind of pathetic. Yeah, because it seems like two of you should have been bystanders, frankly. Yeah. I have to say. Well, you're supposed to have at least one child in the mix, too. It's supposed yeah. to be children and their pets, <laughs> not four adults and their pets. But, but you're you're all so young at heart. I can understand why you all wanted to march in the parade. I do want to give a special shout-out to Ann Martin. She is a Satellite Sister longtime listener who was visiting Bend for a wedding this weekend and had communicated with us in advance that she was going to be here and she would be along the route at the pet parade. So if we could watch for her or could we hook up after. Anyway, we did find Anne at the end of the parade at the Bend Parks and Rec tent. And we had a very nice conversation with Anne about Satellite Sisters and about her life. So it was really fun to meet her. Oh, that's great. Yeah, it was great. And then we also got a communique from Karen Fratt, who we have run into on the parade route in like several uh, previous parades. So we never actually physically connected with Karen this time, but we were thinking of Karen and Karen was thinking of us. So, you know, next year, if you're in town for the parade, it's worth letting us know. You never know when we're going to be able to pick you, pick you out of the crowd. Yeah. And, Just don't bring your cat, really. Just don't bring your cat. <laughs> uh, any other highlights for you of the holiday, Monica? Well, of course, the tablescaping, Liz, oh, that right. we did in our, on our back patio. Now, I think everyone knows the story. We'll just follow up. But our mother was looking for Fourth of July knickknacks and patty wax, uh, little decorating things. And so she couldn't find any in Santa Monica. So she called Julie. Julie had to go out in Dallas and buy some Fourth of July, you know, accoutrements. And Which then, I thought were going to be for mom. That's right, you the important part, be, the purchase. You FedEx them to our mother, and our mother packed them in bags and put them in Liz's car, and Liz drove them up to bed. <laughs> so I would have to say, Julie, we went all out 
with those firecracker candles that you sent us. You didn't Weren't they adorable? I mean, Leanne, these are firecrackers. They are candles in the shape of firecrackers. They're very, and, very cute. And, and it seems I'm like never, a no-brainer, actually, when you think well, about I it. Well, I never would have bought them except for they were for mom, you know. Yeah. But then when I found out they were going in the car with Liz to yeah. bend, I got very worried that they were not going to be used, you know, right. as a centerpiece for the 4th of July. But lo and behold, on the 3rd of the July, I got a text photo from Liz. How about that? Of the beautiful tablescape that Monica and Liz had put together, including the firecracker candles. Nice, mm-hmm. Julie. So we really stepped it up. We had plants. We had little red pots. We had the firecracker candles. We had all the stars and stripes paper plates out, and we had this, I don't even know how to describe it, it was a small wreath made of glass, it was glass stars. Oh, that sounds pretty. Well, Liz... What happened? Did it melt? No, no, it was was just one of those mom total TJ Maxx purchases. Oh, okay. But she told us she thought it had some craftsman styling to it and that's why she sent it to us but you know what we incorporated it into the uh, centerpiece of the table so it really looked very nice Mm. okay yeah early americana very nice yes it was was meant for the front door but we already monica had already handled the front door by the time i arrived so uh so yeah and then last night just a beautiful clear night here in central oregon we had some homemade fireworks at the party that we went to uh, it was really, really a lot of fun. Uh, so, uh, Sheila, I understand you had quite a bash. I went to a fantastic party. I got invited to a party by one of the parents at my school. Uh, the invitation said food trucks and fireworks. Oh, and, that's fun. Oh, yeah. So, if you can imagine in the middle of Pasadena, a house that looks like New England colonial movie set. I mean, the house is based on a New England colonial house. And as my friend said, all the house is in the front. It's just really a facade of a house. (laughs) And and they they have a huge lawn in front. They have a beautiful, very small lawn in back. So the, the premise of the party was you bring your own blanket, they had food trucks, and we're talking grass-fed sliders. Whoa. <laughs> we're talking blue cheese and bacon, jalapeno peppers, mm. homemade rosemary and garlic french fries. Mm. I mean, the most gourmet food trucks. And the house, which is like a movie set, was decorated with just lots and lots of antique flags hanging from the windows there were kids everywhere. There must have been a, about 100 people. I mean, wow. it, it was fantastic. There was a bounce house. Did so, you go in that? <laughs> <laughs> well, Sheila, what did, what did you wear to the party? Oh, oh, oh girl. Sheila and asked oh. Sheila what she wore oh, to the I party. I wore a very, very uh, fun outfit. I went out to Target. Now, have you heard about Calypso at Target? Yes. No. I have. Okay. I have. Okay. So, <laughs> Calypso. You got a mix, mix count on that one. Uh-huh. Calypso has some bright, uh, beautiful cottons and silks and things, usually for much younger uh, consumers. <laughs> Maybe that's why I haven't heard of Calypso. Yeah, I was going to say, I think there's an age and, yeah, there's a gap. 
I no, think. girls, I found a bright pink, almost pink coral uh, dress, which I wore as a tunic with white, skinny white jeans underneath. Bold. I got, um, I had some uh, beautiful shoes I got at Target that night uh, to hide hide my bunions. I had blue, everybody said I looked fantastic. Okay, that's okay. what matters. That's why it was a good party. Yeah, no wonder yeah. you said it was the best party you've ever been to. <laughs> Okay. All right. So, all right. So I'm, I'm socializing. There are a lot of parents from the school. I had a great time. Oh, by the way, Liz, I bought that Mickey Mouse blanket that you gave me last time. The <laughs> Disney blanket that, that, that I got, that I got free on an event. <laughs> yes. That was my blankie. Um, I, I was very happy. I got my sliders totally went off my diet, which is fine. And then, um, and then everybody takes their blanket to the, back of the house and we watch in full view the rose bowl fireworks wow. as if they're like right there i mean you don't have to go anywhere it's been there was a candy bar there was music uh there was a band playing next door it was it was a three-ring circus wow okay they were so, great fireworks too weren't they sheila oh, absolutely beautiful we were watching okay. on the other side without they were fantastic so I'm sitting there and I'm meeting people, which is great, meet and greet. And uh, the hostess introduced me to one of her best friends, who I noticed had sort of a strange reaction to me. Couldn't really make eye contact. Sheila, you think that's true of a lot of people. (laughs) Dr. Sheila, what did you diagnose as her psychological? (laughs) So the reason I love my hostess is she introduces me as a former satellite sister and the best teacher she's ever seen so very nice that's a very nice introduction and and as she says she can't believe that i've agreed to come back to teach because i have so many other talents (laughs) (laughs) another reason why it was the best party uh, i've ever been to so she introduces the satellites and i notice the woman i'm being introduced to is sort of almost starstruck i i yeah, you you get that thing where they can't look at you and they get overwhelmed, and then it comes out. She's not starstruck with me. No, she's starstruck with Leanne. She literally put her head down and said, "Well, I just read Helen of Pasadena, and I can't believe how good it is." And she starts screaming, screaming in my face about how great Helen of Pasadena is. She gave it to all her sisters in Arkansas. She's never going back to Arkansas. She's happy to live in L.A. She recognizes all the characters. She can't wait till it comes out as a movie. Oh, Leon, it was great. So, Leon, it was you. the best night of your life, too. You just didn't know that. That's fantastic. I thought she couldn't make eye contact with you because of the brightness of the pink tunic. So I'm glad to know it was the my tunic, book. The tunic was fine, girls. I know I've done dresses over pants before. And and you didn't you weren't really that sympathetic with me, but this was a good look. <laughs> yes, you did to a Thanksgiving dinner. You wore a dress that, of pants. That was not a real dress. This is a dress. <laughs> that was actually pajama top. That was a pajama top. But I'm t- uh, so maybe I, that was the problem. I stayed till the bitter end. Uh, we had a little problem getting out because the, all the cars were boxed in. But it was a great. Great party, and I'm going back next year. Okay. <laughs> Good. That is going to be my yearly party. I mean, that was a fun party. 
Sounds fantastic. That well, see, great. I was on the other side of the Rose Bowl having none of those experiences. No I one know, gave me accolades. You know what? Because for us, it wasn't holiday weekend. It was home improvement weekend. Now, okay. I've mentioned uh, gotcha. that we are DIYing the bathroom. We are doing it yourself, a remodel of the kids' bathroom. <laughs> okay. And so. Which is very ambitious because you guys have never really done that before, right? Well, Barrick actually rehabbed our whole first house. Before oh. I married him, he did a lot of that work himself. And um, he enjoys that kind of work. Now, that's been 18 years, so perhaps he forgets some things. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, but and he wants to involve the boys. He wants to teach them how things are built and, and things like that. So I appreciate that. There's been a lot of demo. And there have been professionals hired when they need to be hired. But the problem is, um, you know, Barrick wants me to care about things I just don't care about. You know, we have spent an enormous amount of time at the Home Depot. And the other day he was asking me um, about, like, the L brackets for the shelving, you know. And this was shelving. He's also redoing the closet, the hall closet. And I was like, I just, I can't can't care about the L brackets. Right. do you like this screw versus this screw? I don't care. I just, I don't care. What I care about is like color. <laughs> you know, when you start to get to wall paint, call me, uh, tile, I'm interested in that. But you just L- get the shelves up. It doesn't matter. Get them yeah, up. I'm not, yeah, I'm not that interested. So in the meantime, I was in the aisle where I was like, oh, my God, look at this device that actually stirs the pot all by itself. <laughs> <laughs> I have not seen, seen that. Nothing? For what? For soup or for paste? Whatever you need. No, for cooking. I was in the, I was like, had a completely different aisle. One of those (laughs) things like, wow, you just put this in the pot and it stirs yourself. That's going to go wrong. So I am interested in color and paint, though. That's the problem is because the other day I was trying to talk to him about the color of the tiles and the walls and sort of pull it all together in my eyes and looking up things on the HDTV website and showing him things and Martha Stewart's website and doing all that and he's like it's too early for color it's too we can't talk about that yet let's talk about the l brackets and the joists and the you know how many two by fours we need to build out frame out the shower all right whatever and uh so that was at one o'clock and then i have to take colin somewhere and i get a text like four hours later okay bought blue tiles for the shower oh 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 oh, i was like Okay, so at 1 o'clock, it was too early to talk about color, but three <laughs> hours later? And, and could we remind our listeners that your husband is colorblind, right? Colorblind. Yes, thank you, Julie. <laughs> oh, that's so, right. Yeah, so these were tiles where on one recon mission, I said, oh, those are really pretty. But, like, in sort of a, you know, without context, like, oh, right. those are pretty. You know? And, and, and he just saw that as an assignment. Get it done. She said they're pretty. We're buying them, right? And, That's yeah. And then he's. I said, well, what about you know the other the caps? Sometimes you use a contrasting color to and cap the rounds at the end. And he goes, oh, this is the best. I said, are those blue too? And he goes, oh yeah, Brooks picked them out. So that, <laughs> oh, oh, it's like Brooks okay. is sixteen. All right. <laughs> you know, I mean, and I think when he said picked him out, he recognized that he didn't, um, you know, that he's colorblind. So he said to Brooks, do these look okay with these? That was, I was like, okay, that's all sounds super. So, but then the real moment of concern and, and, and then quickly followed by relief came uh, on the 4th of July when Barrick looked at me and goes, could you, this is what he said. 
could you use your device to look up some drywalling techniques? <laughs> I was like, what device are you talking about? <laughs> and I was like, my computer, he goes, the thing on the computer with the videos. I'm like, YouTube? <laughs> I don't wow. Are you kidding me? That is, no, that's sad. He, he it is, is, it's a hardworking man. Liam. He does you know, not he engage. Does, yeah. He doesn't have time for you. Yes. So yes. he doesn't have time, but I did find, of course, there are a million and one drywalling videos on YouTube. So at one point yesterday, like the did whole Did he watch family- my Nordic walking video as long as he was on YouTube for the first time? I just mentioned that 9,000 people have visited my Nordic walking site. <laughs> well, we're watching the drywall, how to drywall, because that's what he thinks he and the boys are going to do next weekend. They were prepping this weekend. And the longer we watch the video and the more complicated the taping and securing process got, finally, when you watch enough YouTube, you realize, I don't know, I can't do this. <laughs> so, <laughs> he said, you know, I think I'm going to hire someone for the drywalling. I was like, okay, my device appears to have worked. <laughs> Uh, it's so, funny because Monica, you were just telling me yesterday that you were recently watching some YouTube videos about how to give a shot. Well, thank you, Liz. <laughs> thank you, thank you, Liz, for revealing that. Yes, I'm going to be doing a new clinical trial, and I have to give shots to people. And I haven't given a shot in 20 years. I mean, I didn't tell my boss that in so many words, but I just thought I would like watch some YouTube videos about how, how to administer subcutaneous medications. So I'm good. I'm good with the shots. You used your device? To- <laughs> my device. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, good work, Leanne. So are you sticking with the blue tile they picked out or did you intercede? Sticking with it, Liz, we bought it. We got it. I mean, now it's fine. I mean, it is nice tile. It just... Wow. Out of the blue. Yeah. Woo. Okay. You know, at one o'clock, not time for color. Four o'clock, time for color. (laughs) (laughs) And and isn't it like a hundred degrees this weekend in Pasadena? It was super hot. So I was, I didn't do a lot of work for them, but I was in charge of hydration and electrolyte replacement there. <laughs> so that's what I did. So Julie, what's going on at your house? Well, funny you should mention Home Depot, Liz uh, and Leon, because um, while uh, we did have excellent 4th of July festivities here with the local little parade, I went to a neighbor's picnic, fireworks, the whole thing was good. The underlying theme of the weekend, though, was quite depressing because my refrigerator has decided to go on the fritz. Okay, now this is a refrigerator. Now this, and I'm in going through. I would call it the stages of appliance grief. You know that first is denial. For the last ten days, I have I, I go for because it's a hundred degrees here in Dallas every single day for the last ten days. So I'm going for a cold drink. Going going to my refrigerator to get a nice iced tea, and it's tea, but it's not so iced. Mm. Um, but I, I'm in denial about it. I just I, I keep thinking, well, it's just it's so hot. Maybe that's why it right. doesn't seem so right. You're cold. opening the door too much or something. Well, re- re- really. So I was so first was denial. The second stage is rest. Remember, mom used to do this when our yes. appliances growing up would like the dishwasher would start to crump out. Mom would just rest it for a week. So that's <laughs> what I did. 
<laughs> which meant not not to run it and just hope against hope that it would work after the appliance had had a, a nice week off. Well, that's kind of what I did with my refrigerator. I cleaned it all out, and I sort of I only have a minimum amount of food in it. Uh, so I thought, really. Like, what food would you keep in there if it's turned off? Uh-oh. It's not turned off, Sheila. It's just resting. It's it's still cool. Oh, in the just, you just don't want to overtax it. Yeah, yeah. So, and but but then you move after the rest period, you know, and you go through that false hope that somehow it, it's just something small, you know, right. like all it needed was a rest, or you know, it just because it, my ice maker is still working. But so I figured the whole thing has worked. But now I'm getting kind of angry because Leon, my beloved Weight Watchers giant fudge pops, oh. they're not so they're oh, <laughs> in no. the freezer. They're like they're all mushy. They are oh. not. Least bit, not the least bit frozen, and a mushy fudge pop is—it's just not working. But but then, so I'm I'm getting pretty angry about this. I I don't want to buy a new refrigerator. I hadn't planned on it this month, you know. And they, you know, refrigerators are very expensive. expensive. Yeah. And of course, I I didn't want to get a new refrigerator until I redid my entire kitchen. But see now. But I'm not in a position to redo my entire kitchen, so now I have to get a refrigerator. So then I'm going into depression because I could call back my appliance man, but I had a huge fight with him the last time he came to repair something. So I was so that's, there. That's when I was there. And yes, I, don't you remember? He, I was. Did he tell you to go stand in the corner and like you yes, had to he call did. Yes, he your did. son Nick had to come and interact with him? Yes, Julia, yes, I good for you. Good for you. I, I no had to stand in the corner. Good. It was. It was really so that I, I just have really been in a depression. Like I can't. I can't do that. So, but I'm hoping, so that's kind of where I am today, July 5th. I'm depressed. Okay. But I know I got. I want to mention one stage you have an acceptance. You have to accept that it's done. (laughs) It's over. I mean, I think you'll be free once you accept that. Okay. Just want to suggest that. Thank you, Dr. Sheila. (laughs) Okay. So, well, I could use that, but it's, it just, it sort of casts a terrible sort of, you know, light on the whole holiday weekend when, you know, you really can't make potato salad because you could poison pretty much everyone you know with it. So that, <laughs> so that's, well, I'm uh, sure that's, your, your Weight Watchers co- coach will be happy to hear that. <laughs> well, that, that I skipped the potato salad no potato and went salad. for, and went for the, um, the, the melting fudge pops. But so I had to just at some points just move on. And fortunately, there there's quite a bit of royal news this past weekend. And sisters, I have to say, I, I'm very, very worried and concerned about the royal nuptials between Prince Albert of Monaco and his new bride, Charlene Whitstock, the South African uh, swimmer. Did you see any of the pictures? Uh, I, I think you can tell from the body language in the pictures that this is not this is not a, a love match. There I is agree, no romance. Julie. Totally I mean, there, agree. There, I, in fact, there are multiple reports now from multiple fairly reputable uh, news agencies that say that Charlene really tried to escape Monaco before the wedding. I mean, she had a one-way ticket to South Africa, and really? that. 
Yes, Sheila, they had to, that the uh, Monaco police or Secret Service or whatever, you know, whatever they have over there intercepted her at the airport and convinced her to come back and marry Prince Albert. Because the rumor is that Prince Albert, she found out about his third illegitimate child. Now, he has two already. Two. Two. Mm-hmm. Yes, two illegitimate children by different women, you know, he, that, that, the news is out on that. But now this third one, which people are really not denying exists or is about to be born, and I think poor Charlene just got heard, heard about that. And so I just, uh, I'm just very worried about it. I, I just, it's not a good situation. Uh, you know, she's got a big role. She's got to speak French with that, you know, <laughs> and that's hard. <laughs> That's hard. French is hard. He kind of looks like a loser, doesn't he? Yeah. He does not seem like a prince you'd want to sign up for. Well, Well, you you know, know, wouldn't he have gotten married by now if he really wanted to accept his royal duty? Yes. I mean, you know, I mean, because he's not young. He's like 50 years old. He's right? 56, Leanne. 56? 56. Yes. And yes. So, in the words of your husband, Leanne, if a guy wants to get married, he's going to get married. There are plenty of women. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. He has said that. Maybe. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but didn't so, Prince Rainier, so, didn't, didn't his father get married pretty late? How old was yes, he? When yes, he so that, I mean, all right. You can, uh, I mean, and I think we have to, you know, you can be a playboy, you know, Prince playboy for, you know, he really sort of milked that as far as he could go. But, but now, you know, but now he is trying to settle down. He is, he's trying to produce the heir to the royal heir. That's what she's got to do. So, you know, so poor Charlene, she's got to speak French and she's got to hang out with this guy who, you know, may have a third illegitimate child. Uh, so, but I can, I can only wish her the best, although uh, I'm worried about her. Now, if we can just compare and contrast, can I tell you who is doing just a bang-up job, a bang-up job, <laughs> and that is the Duchess of Cambridge, Kate Middleton. Have you seen the recent pictures of her on her trip to Canada? She's having a very fine time, don't you think? <laughs> yes, she's, she's unbelievable. So, she's, she's so great. She's smiling. She's happy. She is really, and she's wearing those hats and the dresses. And, you know, she is just having a happy time. And she, it looks like she's loosening Will up a little too. So I think he was hanging around too much with his father and Camilla, you know, and so that, you know, is a big downer. So I think just to spend more time with this, you know, with his happy wife, it's, it, you know, doesn't hurt. I just have one, one makeup suggestion for Kate. Oh, what it, is that, Sheila? It, it just lose the black eyeliner. She's so pretty. She does the eyeliner on the top and the bottom. No need to do that. That's okay. 1980s. That's okay. really not good. Okay. Okay, I, I will confess. This is Liz. I've had the same thought, Sheila. And it's very rare. <laughs> okay, Liz. It's her. Liz, that's embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> She's a very young woman. She does not need to wear black eyeliner. That is so over. That's out. So that's okay. a, that's it. I was just noticing that. that. Sheila, that's very helpful advice, and you, you are very good at that kind of stuff. You're so welcome. I hope that she he, heeds that. But now, Leon, okay, she is coming to L.A., the Duchess. Okay, what is your plan? What are you Are you going to attempt to go to some of the public events where the prince and the Duchess are going to be? Well, they haven't really had any. I'm waiting for, like, the motorcade route. Because it yes. is my plan to stand on the side of the road and wave. I have been advised by the chaos crew to wave both an American and a British flag. 
So I, actually, and Leon, if you want, I have a very special pin that is an American and British flag. <laughs> wow, I would be happy stand out. You can see that from the motorcade. I could FedEx it to you if you oh. promised if you promised to return it to me because you know if you send it with the firecracker uh, candles good FedEx more candles across the country yeah they haven't really released any of the motorcade routes so I know they're doing like a Hollywood party and he's playing polo in Santa Barbara but I haven't seen any sort of parade route so I am on the lookout because it is like in a day or two they're yes. they're here so okay. uh, so it's incredibly exciting you know she's never been to the United States that's surprising to me yeah I, isn't that I, it's her first trip to the US and you know she's gonna like it and uh, she's got that big smile and uh, and I think she's going to be very successful so uh, I hope that she'll be able to reach out to Princess Charlene in in Monaco because I, I think she's she's got some trouble down there so. I think they should just steer clear of that whole couple I don't think anyone <laughs> yeah. can help them Kate Kate just just take care of yourself and will don't even okay. you know I, I and Sheila, maybe when she's in Hollywood, some Hollywood makeup artist will pull her aside and say, lose the black eye shadow. Please. Do you think- <laughs> I know there are a lot of people out there who feel the same way I do. Yes, I'm sure. <laughs> so, sisters, that's my report. You Good know, job, I, I was very happy to see you. And I was watching Wimbledon the other day. It was just nice to see Pippa Middleton in the stands. <laughs> Well, she is she has come into her own right as a, as a celebrity, and uh, and so of course there are rumors that you know she is dating Prince Harry. So, I oh, don't... that's weird. I hope not. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I like her. I said, you know, don't you think that's weird? Right, no. that's a complicated enough family as it is. Don't you yeah. get any more tied up with the, those Windsor boys than you need yeah. to be. That's, you know, they got what they wanted. I just move on. I think she should aim higher than Prince Harry, that's all. I mean, Rafa Nadal is, he has a girlfriend, but technically he's not married. I would go for Rafa Nadal. (laughs) That's a good one, Leanne. Thank you. Again, you could put that on some signs, so when you're standing on the parade route, a couple of helpful suggestions for you and your sister from your satellite sister. (laughs) That's a good idea. So, Sheila, what else is going on in your life? Well, while you were away for the fourth, I tried to do some nice activities with mom and dad, Liz. So we decided to go to the 11.40 a.m. showing of Larry Crown. That's now, that that's so fun. funny because Monica and I had a conversation the other day, like figuring, like, who in their right mind would go see that movie? <laughs> the, that's we knew a lot of people would go see that movie, just not Liz and I. So I'm, I'm curious. It was a total sleeper for me. I laughed out loud. Really? entire movie. I don't know what it was. You know what I think it is? I just like teacher movies with, you know, (laughs) wacky kids. I love to serve with love. I love School of Rock. And now I love Larry Crown. Because Julia Roberts plays this really down and out speech teacher at a community college. You know, she drinks too much. She's got a bad marriage. She hates her kids. She hates teaching. Um, and uh, Tom Hanks plays this out-of-work middle-aged guy who gets, you know, demoted uh, from a big, you know, store, sort of like Walmart. They tell him he doesn't have a college degree. He'll never get advanced in his career. He's in her class along with all these wacky, wacky, you know, 20-year-olds. 
And I don't know what it is. I just love, you know, teacher movies where the kids are just out of control, say really funny things. It's co-written by Nia Vardalis, My Big Fat Greek Wedding. And mom and dad and I, the whole time, were whispering, not really whispering, their mom shouting throughout the entire movie. <laughs> but you were probably the only ones there, so that's No, Leah, correction. Oh. We were not. The movie theater was half full. Wow. Yeah. And uh, all three of us were saying, this is not at all what I thought it would be. <laughs> because you thought it would be bad. I, we thought it would be bad. It was also very serious. He loses his job, goes through a lot of changes. You know, the Julia Roberts thing was a little dark because Brian Cranston plays her husband. And oh. he's he's just a dark, great actor. I mean, he's yeah. fantastic. And uh, I just was uplifted. Uplifted at the end of the movie and and loved it. Good for Tom Hanks. He wrote it, he starred in it, and he directed it. Were you, were you worried about Tom Hanks' career in some way? <laughs> Liz. Very funny, Liz. Uh, but a lot of good people are in it. Cedric the Entertainer, Rita Wilson, his wife. It got panned in the reviews, but yes, I, 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 I chuckled. I chuckled the whole time. All right. Well, I, Sheila, entertaining Sheila. I, I might have to go see it. Yeah, I'm gonna well, um, I'm getting back into, you know, I have the summer off for teaching. So I, I'm trying to see more movies, trying to do more different things. I've also been in sort of a three-pronged uh, summer shape-up plan. Okay. Oh, what are the three prongs? <laughs> well, um, uh, the three prongs, Liz. Uh, number one, uh, a food plan, which I did not have before. Uh, so I'm trying to eat very, very tiny portions <laughs> of fresh Low calorie food. Okay. <laughs> Breakthrough. Breakthrough. I'm writing this down. All right. <laughs> okay. Yes, you may see this someday. I might come out with a book on this diet. On this plant. Yeah. Fresh, low calorie food. Tiny portions. In small amounts. I, I think the tiny portions. That's going to be your head, your, your title. Uh, Second prong, absolutely no snacking. Ooh. Now, uh, now that I'm off, I've been spending a lot of time uh, over at uh, Yahoo Shine, which is... <laughs> what is that? It's a device, Monica. It's a device. It's a website with pe- for people with way too much time on their hands. Yeah. Uh, so it's just healthy eating, healthy living, food tips, uh, makeup tips, beauty tips. <laughs> Yeah, anyway, instead of snacking, there's a major article that came out, Monica, on snacking is what is making our this country fat. Well, Not, yeah. yes, yes, science and, I mean, is the obvious. Okay, so and I've always been a big proponent of snacking. That yeah. was my major thing. Thing. Okay, that's so true. that's You're... that's quite a prong you have okay, there. What, that's, what's the third prong? The third prong, thanks to Leanne is Ageless Beauty with Kathy Smith staying strong workout tapes with lightweights. Isn't that a great DVD? Oh, my gosh, Leanne. I'm in love with this woman. I know. I love her. She makes it so positive. You, wa- you, want, to, you want to engage your core. You want to do it for Kathy. I mean, <laughs> I do. It's, it's, it, and it's all about metabolism boosting, Julie. Metabolism. Oh. Yes, I, you know I'm, I'm. I agree with that, Sheila. And, and range of motion, Kathy is big on range of motion. 
What so does that mean? It means, well, it's for, um, you know, it's it's not for 20-somethings, this tape. It's for women of a certain age. So oh, she just live. wants you to stay flexible and continue to have your range of motion. So mm. you can still touch your toes and, you know, reach high over your head and, and stay healthy that way. Well, Lee, okay, and I, so- Lee and I did hear on your podcast, Chaos Chronicles, this week that you feared you might have re-injured your rotator cuff removing your sports bra. Yes. Yes. (laughs) The sports bra injuries, Liz. Those are more common than you think. I I know. It can be devastating to a career. So, uh, especially if you have heavy compression of a bra, heavy compression. Yes, Sheila. Yes. So, so you're enjoying that DVD I gave you. Okay. Well, yes, it has four 15 minute workouts so far. I've done the arms, the glutes and the core. I, I don't really need the legs. So I'm skipping the leg. (laughs) And so that's my three-pronged plan, girls. And uh, I went off off last night with the food trucks, obviously. Sheila, you're allowed to do that. Just take a little time off, then get right back on and uh, and proceed. Get right back on. So tiny portions of fresh, low-calorie food. Go figure. (laughs) Well, the good thing about sliders from the food truck is at least they're tiny. Right? Right, but I had two. Okay, well. Okay. Well. (laughs) Everything in moderation, including moderation. That's what I say. You know? (laughs) You can't be moderate all the time. All right, Sheila, three prongs. We're going to need some, like, ongoing reports on how the prongs are going. I'll keep you posted. Between now and the end of the summer. Oh, I wanted to thank everyone who sent in suggestions about audiobooks for my drive from California to Oregon. We got a lot of great suggestions at SatelliteSisters.com. The first one I started on came in from a listener, and it was The Immortal Life of Henrietta Lacks. Have you guys read that book? It's amazing. It's yeah, it looks great. I have it, though. And I had been put off because the subject matter is about this woman whose cells formed like the basis of all of the research and tissue uh, culturing that sort of spurred the, the modern age of science and all kinds of uh, advances there. And her name is Henrietta Lacks. So it's going back and finding out more about the science, but also more about Henrietta's family. And it's, it's just a fascinating book. Her family story is fascinating. You, and you learn a lot about the science, but she's so skilled. Uh, the author at explaining it that you do kind of get it. Yeah, Monica, you and I were talking about this, and you saw her speak at your hospital, right? The yeah, author? she came to speak at OHSU when the book first came out because she, uh, the author, was is from Portland, and her father is uh, a well-known writer here, and so she spoke to this big community. It was doctors, nurses, researchers, and it was just sounded like a great book. And the minute she finished speaking, I was like. I have to read that book. And or, I or, have or were you thinking, I have to ask her how to give a shot? <laughs> <laughs> Could we just review what subcutaneous How to means? find a vein. <laughs> I don't think you want to give a shot in a vein, no, right. I don't know. It. Oh, that's right. That's drawing blood. But Liz, Liz, I would love to read that book. It, was, it, was it seems like actually a book that having read it, it would be better to listen to it on tape. So it, that's yes, just, and it was very well told. I forget the actress's name who did the reading, 
but she was really good, so I recommend that. I'm really hooked on these audiobooks. And there's something about a, the first day of my drive was nine hours, and to just sit in your car for nine hours and have someone tell you a fascinating story, that day went by so fast, I was kind of sorry when I pulled into my little eco-motel in Anderson, California. So, um, and so the other day I was sitting in the backyard here listening to my next audiobook. On, uh, on tape, just on my iPod, Monica looked at me like, she said, that is the height of laziness. <laughs> that you're actually <laughs> sitting in a chaise lounge, but you can't read the book. <laughs> I was like, that's lazy man's book reading right there. <laughs> no, but, but I think we reached the height of laziness here in this house this morning, where there was at one point, about 8 a.m., before we were preparing for the podcast, where Monica and I were both Googling Bend Oregon bakeries. To <laughs> that seems Denver. so vicious. Yeah. Go eat some donuts or something. Yes. Hey, uh, it's a holiday to us. <laughs> and Julie, remember, it's Bend Oregon, so it's all about artisanal here. And yes, everything's this, handcrafted, yes, right? There's this flurry of activity in artisanal cheese making and bakeries and, you know, meat Beer. and all of that. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we got some excellent baked goods. I went out to the Sparrow Bakery uh, based based on our research. So, uh, <laughs> so that's, that's what we've accomplished so far today. <laughs> All right. Well, it sounds like everyone's spending a lot of time online Googling food. So while you're doing that, um, go over to makinglifebetter.com and enter the grilling sweepstakes, will you, girls? <laughs> and then you get the great grilling newsletter for making oh, life better right. I, you know so, Lynn, i have and i'm enjoying it because you know i love to grill i and know as long as my fr- refrigerator isn't working <laughs> right. those fresh cook. meats that you're keeping in the warm fridge <laughs> yes exactly exactly sheila you're gonna want to eat tiny portions of that julie <laughs> So, Liam, yeah, there was one of the grilling recipes that uh, was on the list that was a Cuban something. Oh, the Cuban burger, which is simple if you're just looking to dress up your burger. But this week's recipe was um, grilled corn. Have you ever cooked corn on a grill? I I have, Liam. Yeah, I I had never done that before. Oh, I I love that. I did the Caesar version, which is you spray it with that. I can't believe it's not butter, which seriously, you cannot believe it's not butter. And it's, <laughs> it's fat. Sheila's fat free and like calorie free. Really? So, and then you roll it in Parmesan cheese and grill it. And then you squeeze lemon over it. It was dynamite. Oh, so, wow. Yeah. No, really fires up, uh, fires up the, the Caesar flavor with the lemon squeeze. So I'm just saying if you haven't entered, you can still enter. It's a sweepstakes. You'll get a great grilling recipe and entertaining tips in your inbox. You can go to chaoschronicles.com and just click on the blue Making Life Better ad at the top of the page. Just a reminder, but sisters, you're all free to uh, to get the grilling newsletter, but I believe you cannot win the prize oh, <laughs> because because I am the family expert at makinglifebetter.com, and I think its relatives cannot win. Mm-hmm. So, But it's worth it just to get the recipes. That's all. No. I'll be here in Bend all week with the grill in the backyard. We're having a party on Friday night. Our brother, Dick, has a son, Leo, who just graduated from the eighth grade. And Leo has a rock band called The Catch. And Dick's trying to give Leo and the band some experience gigging around town, right? So he booked him for a gig here in my backyard on Friday. Oh, that'll be fun. Yeah, it'll be good. Yeah. Yeah. So the band's going to set up in the back. It's come one, come all. They're friends and whoever I can dig up around town. And I think maybe some Cuban burgers could be on the menu uh, for the, uh, for the catch uh, show here in the backyard. 
Good idea, Liz. Good mm-hmm. idea. All right. Anything else we need to cover? This is, wow. This wow. Busy and everybody stayed on the line. Nobody dropped off mysteriously. That's, <laughs> thank you, Skype. It's an historic day to have all five sisters in the house. So, and certainly we want to remind people that if they haven't already, they can download the entire library, Satellite Sisters Library, at SatelliteSisters.com. It's very easy to do. And then you get to 200 new-to-you shows. Um that are just hilarious to listen to. And it, <laughs> I mean, the Lab Rats, that, the show that we posted on our blog, the June 29th uh, Lab Rats uh, show of 2006, it, it's a classic. It's all Lab Rats all the time. And you girls, you made me laugh all over again. <laughs> That's true. Having the audio archive there, you've been asking for it for a long time. We finally got it together. There are more shows where that comes from, so you can get them at SatelliteSisters.com. You can download them or just listen from your computer, and everything is at iTunes, and it's all free, so please help yourself. Enjoy the rest of your summer vacation listening to your Satellite Sisters. Okay, you guys. Well, this was great. It was a this pleasure to talk fun. to everyone today. Okay. We're the Satellite Sisters. Don't forget, call your Satellite Sisters.